Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Realist Pod. I am Lee B. Beans. I'm just kidding. My name is Lee. And I'm Kenny. And we are here to talk about the movie They Live. But before we do that, we wanted to kind of get into uh, our mission statement, I guess. Um, really, why we are doing this and, and why we are wasting your, I don't know how many, two hours? How long are we going to take? I never know however long it takes i guess um but basically um kenny had approached me a while ago um about an idea for what was it we were doing like um we were gonna do videos right that was your first idea yes which we still might do i think the sky is the limit as they say um i think we (laughs) could do we could really do anything um, we have a lot of fun stuff planned, but basically he approached me about a video about being a vampire man. Um, don't give it away. Uh, Halloween I'll will just, have its time. I'll just say that and <laughs> we'll leave it there. And hopefully that's spoiler enough for you to like, enjoy it. Keep us interested it'll, in doing this until Halloween. Please. It'll keep you on the edge. Um, Kenny and I have known each other for a long time long long time i mean you lived at the we didn't even go to the same school whenever mm-hmm. we first met each other but we lived down the street from each other yeah you lived at the house on the corner with your mom and, and your two brothers the last oh. house on the left no, yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um i knew you kind of as the the kid who would break the concrete because my grandma <laughs> would always get pissed off because you guys would skate by on your skateboards with your darn street antics and your your craziness you darn kids you would ramp um on a big dirt mound we had in the backyard you guys are yeah. like kind of like real life rocket power to me because i was a <laughs> i was an inside kid you were a squid i still am i'm i'm still am the squid um but, but to be fair your driveway at your mom's house was like perfectly like it was the best <laughs> concrete in the whole neighborhood not anymore i think you broke it i went by there <laughs> I went, I was leaving mom's and, and I saw a big chunk taken out and I was like, fucking Kenny. It was Kenny. like the perfect uh, size of a skateboard wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny did this. Um, but we've known Grandma each other for a while. Right. <laughs> Since we were little kids and I started hanging out really like when I started coming out of my shell was around um, high school and we started to hang out more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we noticed that we kind of like have a lot of things in common. We love um video games yes 64 is like one of my favorite consoles of all time mm-hmm. and i'm staring at yours uh right now it oh. has wcw nwo revenge plugged into it one of the two greatest wrestling games ever i'm hoping that comes into play um no pun intended or pun intended however you want to take it but i'm hoping we get some of that in um when we start to expand content but for right now it's going to be us um just shooting his shit about just movies um basically our thing is i guess i didn't say huh movies with wrestlers yes we we originally started um we wanted to do a podcast and we just wanted to we knew it had to do something with wrestling and so we were gonna like kind of just like recap um wrestling shows and honestly there was like that's flooded like there's a more than enough people doing that and so yeah and like you watch the week, like, you know, like, I'm it's sure like, you have your yeah, own funny Yeah, it's like diary. I watched 
three hours of WWE. I watched an hour of AEW. I watched an hour of NXT. Do I really want to watch or listen to a two-hour podcast? <laughs> I mean, I guess we're not like we're not selling ourselves on. You should listen to us because we're not doing that. We yeah. should listen to us because we are going to cover um, every movie that can be thought of and conceived with a wrestler in it or that has a cameo. Even those count. Um, there are there's some things I wanted to ask you really about. Um, just some extra like shit, not movies, but we could also cover um, documentaries. Yes. Um, we like for instance, I watched You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Have you seen that one? I have not seen that one yet. So good. It it just kind of goes over. And if you don't know David Arquette, he's in Scream. Um, he's in uh, technically all of his movies count because he's now. Pretty much a pro wrestler. Oh, shit. So for Halloween, we might have some... We could do screen. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's kind of cool. Um, we There is a David Arquette movie on the list. I won't spoil it too much, but I mean, I'm pretty sure you know what it is. Yes. Yeah, think of David Arquette and wrestling and... It, it, it's it's right there. But yeah. yeah, I just realized that he could be one. Um, We could do documentaries, like just for extra shit. We could do... Because um, wrestlers, they go outside of their scope. They're, they're athletes, yes. But they're like actors. They're they're kind of like someone described wrestling as like like sports theater. And I'm pretty sure it was David Arquette when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he liked it so much. But sports theater is kind of a good way to describe it because I think people get the wrong idea, right? Don't you like you get it's like it's like seen so negative. Like even if you like talk to people or if they found out you're in wrestling, they're like, Oh, I yeah, I watched wrestling whenever I was younger or whenever yeah. I was a kid. It's very passive-aggressive. Yeah. Like, I, I get... Um, it's like, oh, but I grew up. It's like, mm-hmm. come on. How man. can you watch that shit is one of the things that I get from people. Yeah. I'm just you know like, it's fake. <laughs> but it's the same as, like... I hate those. Like, going up to, like, Bella Lugosi and being like, you're not Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I don't, that's what I don't get. It's like, it's like, even if it is, like, scripted or whatever, like, no matter, there's nothing you could watch on TV that isn't. You know, like, it's... Right. It's... To me, I don't know. It, it's a lot more than just like story, though. For me, you know, like uh, it's something like I grew up like loving, and then still to this day, like I I love, like you know, like and we're at such a great point with wrestling where we we're not restricted to like one channel now. Like I can literally watch like three different, like more than three, but for me, three is enough. But uh, we could watch like multiple products and then still be like. I don't know. Like it, it, it's, it's a good it's time fun. to be a wrestling fan. It's and... fun. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, and like like wrestlers are very multifaceted. They're very multi talented. There are ones that have basically they're all like on a lot of them are on Twitch. They do their own gaming. Um, they like act. You're they... actually getting to know the people now, which yeah. is really cool. That's my favorite part. When I found out that wrestling um is what it is and that it's scripted, I think I liked it more. Uh, I went into it and I researched it and kind of learned like they take care of each other they try to not hurt each other they make it like they kind of put it on as if they are hurting each other but they're not and i think that takes a lot of talent um to just kind of you know look like you're taking a punch or like you know so but they or even to throw like a punch that looks like you know believable there's a lot to it sometimes it is people get potatoed potatoed as they call it in the business is when you get hit real fucking hard and it's kind of like you just you know you're not expecting it because you're not supposed to get 
hit really or hard. Or receipts. Like, whenever if someone, say, fucks up and then they receive one right back. So, basically, <laughs> take this as your receipt yeah. for talking all that <laughs> shit <laughs> about yeah, like, wrestling. You're going to hear us. Uh, because we're gonna we're gonna try to educate you on the thing that we love and and because mostly it's gonna be like our friends and stuff listening at first. Pretty and much, that'd be cool to like not have to like change the way we talk, just like, <laughs> talk freely and then yeah, fucks and shits and blomies and whatever's we're we're about to say. Like it's it it's gonna you know don't let your kids listen or do whatever. Well, however you parent, I'm not gonna you yeah. know judge, but um, so we could do like documentaries, like I said, we could do uh, TV shows because like wrestlers are all over that um they had edge was on vikings you know they've had uh, and the subject of our of our podcast today he was on always sunny he was the maniac um always sunny in philadelphia um and that, and those were great episodes we have video been. games i was playing mortal kombat um and i noticed kano looked really familiar have you played the new new one the new mortal kombat is that more? Oh, the eleven? Yes, mm-hmm. I have it. But Do you see Kano? No, is he supposed to be modeled? He looks like Austin Aries, like kind of exactly like Austin Aries. Uh, huh. I don't know if he just did the mocap because Ronda Rousey is also in that game. Ronda Rousey. Sonya. Sonya, she's also she's. If you don't know her, she's famous for her. I'm not. I'm gonna try not to talk down to you, and I'm gonna assume you know a lot, but I'll try to like, we'll try to keep you up to speed because you know Ronda Rousey. She was a MMA fair, fighter. Yeah, she's pretty big, but I mean, you never know. She's in movies herself, so do those movies count too? Yes, uh, she was a wrestler. She did headline, you then, know. Yeah, those will count. Um, if, if to me, if they Drew Carey can be <laughs> on this fucking list, <laughs> what fucking movie is he in? I don't know. Uh, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, we have a we had a Hall of Famer former uh president former president oh yeah um and he's been in was home alone too home alone too yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so we could do to that me, one. if they had anything to do with the business if they were in the ring if they took mm-hmm. a bump if they did anything i think they I'll, can count i'll add it to my list we can um, prolong our our uh movies you know anything to make the movie list grow because i think um i hope that we're gonna stick with this and i mean it, it already seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. So we do a lot of voice acting too, like um, video games. Like I said, um, oh, here's one that I wanted to get your opinion on: wrestler sex tapes. <laughs> oh, like you want to cover them? No, I just uh, wanna, yeah, let's cover them. Let's go bit one, for bit. One night in China. Yeah, we'll do China. We'll do um, the Hogan one. Uh, what the fuck is it? Like him and Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. He just rails his. <laughs> his wife right Wait, who does that one hogan oh he fucks his friend's wife really yes like and he like i haven't seen it i swear to god i haven't seen <laughs> it yet but i heard that he kind of like it's like a hot wife you know like hot wife situations where you just give your like wife to some dude and you just watch her get rid but it was it's legit really- his friends yeah bubba the love sponge he's a radio host not unlike what we're doing but um I guess he was his friend for some fucking reason. I guess he just let Hulk, like, I guess Hulk was on bad times. And he said, here, you can bang my wife and you can, you know, you can film it. So we're going to be covering that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. See, you're learning stuff. China has enough um, in her uh, catalog to make an episode. (laughs) (laughs) She has a, 
um, superhero one. She-Hulk. Yeah. yeah, and then like X-Pac is in one. He was falling on hard times though. One night in China. Mhm. Yeah. Rest in peace to China. Um but um, let's get to basically um the movie that we're going to be talking about um right now. And uh it is the movie They Live. Um but first you know, before you said that, that like you weren't sure if they live. You said like, like with a question mark. You can play that on guitar still, right? Yeah, I can. Um, but the movie stars Roddy Piper as a character. Um, what's his name? Nada. Nada. Is it John? In uh, is it John? John Nada. Nobody, okay, so the deal is they don't say his name for shit the whole time. Nobody addresses him or says, hey, what's your name, man? Nothing that, like, simple. Like, I think it's supposed to be, like, kind of a western-y um, hero with no name kind of deal. So I think that's where his they want His friend doesn't that. even say his name, huh? Mm-mm. No, he doesn't say, hey, what's your name, motherfucker? <laughs> um, you jive, turkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it stars Roddy Piper. Uh, he was a wrestler who was super like he was at his prime in the 80s um, where Hulk Hogan was wrestling. They had the rock and wrestling um, connection. They had, you know, deals with MTV. Um, they had events planned. They had Cindy Lauper and, you know, all sorts of Liberace. Um, it was cool to watch and be included. You it know? was. It, it's kind of where that's when wrestling started to be more mainstream instead of like it, it drifted over from being the tough guy sport. For the guys with the like fat necks who just punched each other in the dicks, um, to more of like a this guy's flashy, you know, this guy's, you know, he kind of like Macho Man, like he's just this guy you had to pay attention to. Yeah, he had the colors, the booby tassels. He had, <laughs> <laughs> he had he swung a mic up, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But it, it became more mainstream, and it kind of demanded your attention uh, around the 80s. And people started to take notice, especially with like guys like um, Hulk Hogan, who was just this larger-than-life. Uh, to be honest, my theory about him is that he's like a... he His gimmick is that he's a hot dog. I don't know if I've ever told you this. No. So red and yellow are the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all-American. Yeah, he's American. Like a hot dog. Yeah. And his skin is that of a hot dog. It's like the same color, and I assume feels the same. Um, we got to get confirmation on that. If anybody out there has touched Hulk Hogan besides Bubba the Love Sponge wife, um, <laughs> then please let us know how he feels because I feel like it would be uh, like touching a hot dog. Um, but anyway, there was one uh, wrestler who came up, and um, his name, he went by the name of Rowdy Piper. Um, rowdy roddy piper two different names um so he went by that name um he started playing the bagpipes at a young age um he kind of was in like boys homes and he was homeless for a long time as a kid that's just this is his actual backstory i'm not bullshitting you like this is like it's not his wrestling character like this is what he actually went through um and then one day you know somebody tells him about what the fuck phones off (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry, dude. Okay. Um, but basically like he he was just, you know, down on his luck and somebody says, "Hey, have you ever thought about professional wrestling?" Um, so he decides to give that a shot. 
and he knows jack shit and gets beaten up for i don't know the better part of three to five years i guess um kind of like and they call them jobbers in wrestling um they do the job they do because they do the job they get beat up they make it look good they get paid for it and they leave and they put over talent basically yeah you know they make the the top guys look tougher because they're just the cannon fodder they're but let's be real like to me like that that's so dated like yeah because like now like these jobbers um i know this is breaking off from the story but i just wanted to say this for the people who don't watch wrestling like um everyone gets like an awesome entrance every wrestler gets like an awesome entrance they have awesome music Mm -hmm. but then there's times whenever they're like uh you you see the wrestler come down to the ring and they're like and also already to the ring and right there there's the guy you know like this He's is going to be a squash. The journeyman, the <laughs> the ham and egger, as somebody would call him. I don't know where that comes from. Um, so they're so like, but I just think they're kind of the unsung heroes. Anyway, Piper yes. worked and did that for a while. Um, afterwards, he started to gain some traction more of like as a manager, as a mouthpiece, that people started to take notice that he could actually talk um, and that he could like draw your attention by saying really bad shit. Um, like there was... A time, and I watched this on the network, and I'm surprised that they have it, and hopefully they don't hear this because they might take it down, but um, there was a feud that Roddy Piper had with um, a wrestler named Chavo Guerrero of the famous Guerrero wrestling family in Mexico. And to antagonize, you pull from whatever you can, or at least back then. Oh, yeah. Um, now is a little more touchy. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> Which, I mean, sensitive. I get it. I get it. Like, it. Anyway, um, so Piper wears this shirt to the ring that says, and I shit you not, on the back, white is right. <laughs> oh, my God. And Chavo, I have a picture of Chavo pointing at him like, you motherfucker. Like, he's so mad. And Piper said that he would get, like, death threats um, in Mexico and just kind of everywhere he went because he would do this kind of shit. Um, and, you know, he apologized by later playing the Mexican national anthem on the bagpipes, which was. <laughs> which is, uh, I'm sure oh he God. didn't win him any fans. So for a while he was kind of blackballed and he, when he tried to come back to the States, they knew he was this guy, this fire starter. Um, so they kind of kicked the shit out of him for a while. And he was just in a bad place um, until around, like he started to get more traction in the WWF at the time as a top star. He really, like, you had to, like, watch Piper and listen to what he said. He was this, you know, he's just such a presence. And, like, you just kind of could tell the guys who are better actors than, um, like, others. So Piper, you know, started to gain gain all that attention. And at WrestleMania in the main event, after kicking the shit out of Cindy Lauper, which is <laughs> another story, like, entire. Did you see that? Have you seen that clip? Yes. He, like. Like, she tries to, like, grab him like a little kid. Uh, yes. Yeah, and she's like, he just goes, like, get the fuck out, like, kicks her. Um, But he faces off. It's him and Paul Orndorff, which is a, another wrestler. Um, He's a good friend to, to Piper, and, and uh, he just did this, like, I'm beautiful gimmick uh, against Hulk Hogan and Mr. T um, of, like, Rocky fame. Mr. T, which could we do? We could do Mr. T movies, right? Yeah. He, like you said... He was in a ring. Yeah, he was in a ring. We're 
technically this isn't cheating because we make up our own fucking rules. Yeah, so. we're not following anyone else's. Like we do whatever. Yeah, this is our idea. This is our. Show. We'll watch the A Team remake. This is our show. <laughs> <laughs> the pod. You make the rules, and we we break, break up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll watch the A Team remake, and we won't give a shit. <laughs> I think it sucks. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, uh, Piper, you know, um kind of made Mr. T look like a damn fool. Um, and, you know, he just, he he was this guy. He wasn't anybody to be trampled on. And around WrestleMania three time um, is when he kind of decided to take a break and to start uh, into the world of acting, um, which is what we're going to get to with his movie, They Live. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> boom, boom. Great soundtrack, by the way. It's great. Um, so Roddy Piper starred in They Live because at WrestleMania three, John Carpenter was in the crowd. I guess he was a big fan. Um, so he saw Piper and was like, "That's my fucking guy." Like, I don't know if Kurt Russell was busy, or you know whoever else they decided to. I heard that Schwarzenegger was an idea. I don't know if you could see him in this movie. Um, or Stallone, I think was another idea and fuck who else, whoever else. I'm glad it was Piper. Honestly, I want to say Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't think we would have got the same result without Piper. No, cause I, okay. Let's, yeah, let's get in. Let's get into it. So they live is an action horror. It's a 1985 movie. Um, starring Roddy Piper as John Nada, and he was also in Hell Comes to Frogtown, um, which is another one that we'll cover. Uh, Keith David from The Thing, which is a John Carpenter movie, and Meg Foster from, uh, honestly, I don't know any other movie besides Jeepers Creepers 3. And she was terrifying. She was terrifying. She looked scary. She was scarier than the Creeper. Yeah. <laughs> More bags than the Creeper, Mo- too. <laughs> <laughs> movie fucking sucks, but um, yeah, Meg Foster... From Threepers, um, it's directed in. <laughs> That's what we call it. The us us three peds, us fans of Jeepers Creepers three. But it's direct directed and written by John Carpenter. But he wrote it under an alias because you know he was tired of people like saying like I, I guess he was he just didn't like the attention, um, like all that extra attention you know that that he would get, and he just like fuck it, I'll just go by a different name, um. But he wrote it, he directed it, he did the music. Um, if you don't know John Carpenter, he has done previous films like The Thing. Um, I mentioned with you know Keith David and Kurt Russell. Actually, one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. I showed it to my wife and my family for like I don't know the first time in a while. My wife had never seen it, um, and they were just like, "This is." It's like Among Us. <laughs> it's just like everybody's us. But I was like, "Yeah, I know this." Yeah, it's great. It's great. So Amazing there's the thing. Um, Christine, uh, Escape from New York, also starring Kurt Russell. Like I said, he had a thing for Kurt Russell, which I can't blame him. Um, and one of my favorites, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. And a lot of those movies that he did kind of flopped in the box office, but they did really well outside of that, like for DVD sales. So they become uh, cult classics. As they're called. Mm-hmm. Do you have any of those? 
any of those on movies? DVD. Oh, I know like everything's like digital and shit, but like I uh, know I, I actually when it comes to movies like that I really enjoy, I like to actually buy them. There's like a few that I have that are re- regular DVD, and then I like to go ahead and go back and buy the Blu-rays when they come out. You know, you about to buy a bunch of movies. We need a, a collective like Voodoo account for all the ones that like aren't on like streaming sites. Which I mean, we have like eighteen streaming sites to choose from, and they're still coming too. Yeah, they're still coming. Like we're gonna keep choosing movies, and we'll get to that later. Like on what the next one will be, but we have a list, a list. But um, anyway, so the film um, they live is based on. It's a short story. Good God, who is that? It's just Kenny's popular. He's getting messages from DJ Khaled. He's like, he Kenny's gonna be our guy on How's the key. How's the pod? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> hey, how's the pod going? <laughs> it's me, Rodney. Um, but what the fuck was I saying before DJ Khaled messaged you? Oh, hey. um, oh, it's based on a short film uh, called Eight O'clock in the Morning. Um, by Ray Nelson. Um, it was, it's a short little comic. You can find it online if you know what the fuck you're doing with Google. Um, but it it's basically like, it's the same kind of thing. It just stars a character named George Nada. That's why I was fucking confused because this one has George Nada, and old Georgie boy, um, goes to see a hypnotist, and after the hypnotist is when he starts to see like, all of the people for what they actually are yeah but they're called something else ghouls they're called something else in the in the you're right they're called ghouls in the movie but in the comic adaptation or not adaptation it's the fucking original in that they're called oh i can't fucking remember um but they're called something else anyway he goes to see a hypnotist and he sees everybody for what they really are um he interrogates his girlfriend he ties her up kind of beats her it's fucked up like it's it's ugh, it's kind of weird. But then he like he kills a bunch of aliens, and he has until eight o'clock in the morning to do this, um, because he's told on the phone that he's gonna die by eight o'clock in the morning. Um, so he does, you know, he he takes it out and kind of reveals um all the aliens to everybody, and then you know it fucking dies mm-hmm. um, by eight o'clock and just withers away and his face melts like Indiana Jones style. <laughs> um, but it like. You know, John Carpenter took this and took aspects from it, and you know, he made just a movie out of it. he made a, a cool movie. I, I don't know what you prefer based on my description. Do you prefer um, sunglasses or hypnotism, like being broken out of your uh, your state? Your you're asleep. You need to be woke. I don't know. Honestly, they're both really cool. Uh, I mean. The sunglasses probably makes uh, less sense or whatever, but I kind of liked it. Like I, I like, cool. I think like especially for the time, it just is a cool idea, you know. Yeah, and no, I I for sure like I like the sunglasses and it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of iconic now. So this movie, not to confuse you, the movie is about uh, our Earth, and it is being taken over by ghouls, like Kenny said, aliens. But you can't see them for what they are unless you're wearing glasses or has some sort of you know um technology to to reveal them uh, because to us they look like just regular like they could be your brother in the next room yeah he could be one of them 
It could be our wives out there watching a loud fucking movie right now, which I hope you can't hear. Um, it could be anybody, but <laughs> unless you don't like, unless you have the glasses, you don't know. Um, so basically, their their deal is they want to subjugate the people of Earth, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Sorry. I have no idea. Actually, like thinking about like what what the whole point. They just want Earth. For some reason, but they, but if they wanted, they they could easily take it. You Surprised know? they didn't fucking leave. It's like they kind of just want to like, like just control it for whatever reason. Right. And have it run to benefit. I don't know. It's, it's just what they do. Yeah. Like it's just kind of their thing. They're just like I don't know. We just go to planets and set up these signs and shit. So basically, everything in the movie, um, like money, um, magazine covers. Um, signs that are like, you know, the big billboard signs, um, television, uh, the fucking president, everybody is just shooting you these subliminal messages and telling you basically what they want you to think. Like, um, what did the money say? Uh, this is your God. This is your God. Um, um, help me think of a few of them to fucking... Uh, there's like the consume, consume, like reproduce. Yeah. Reproduce, uh, marry and reproduce. Yeah. Marry and reproduce. Um, obey, obey, obey. That one's a cool one. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot and you, you can only see these. Like I said, you can see these if you have the glasses, kind of the same with the aliens, like the glasses just clear up your sight in a way. Mm -hmm. And John Carpenter, um, this was kind of, you know, his, hate letter to how America was going um, with Ronald Reagan, um, <laughs> our former president who just kind of wanted to keep the rich rich and the poor um, in the shitter. And John Carpenter's more of like, a, you know, he didn't stand for that kind of shit. He's more of like a, you know, for the people guy. So he made this movie to where it released right before election day, like four days before election day. Um, that was just kind of his cool meta deal and honestly a nice bit of marketing imagine like that coming out before um our last <laughs> um, president was selected but anyway we won't get into politics too much but this movie is super fucking political like it's just how john carpenter did it anyway um before like we really like get started like on like because i have a bunch of parts that i wanted to bring up with you um did i explain it okay yeah i i think so is there anything more like the a anyway um so before we get started um on the movie i kind of wanted to ask you and i i want to make this a thing and i want this to be like our beans and cornbread type dinner in a movie um segment kenny what you eating <laughs> what you taking into this movie what did you grab before did you grab like a beer did you um get some fucking cornflakes what kind of what kind of food you eat okay this movie i think it's paired great with a <laughs> with a i like how you're doing that. with a light beer maybe like maybe like a Coors light or Ooh. a or a miller light something you know light beer and we're not like gonna tell you to go out of your way and do a bunch of super fancy shit and get like escargot like we're just a couple of regular dudes who just will eat. Le I'm a leftover guy. Are you a leftover guy? Yeah, I could eat leftovers. Could? I could. You force yourself to eat leftovers? If it's good food, then I'll eat it. I okay. mean, but if it's like something, say, like McDonald's, no. We have a Wiener Schnitzel. Um, oh, Wiener Schnitzel, of course. 
How old is too old on the Wiener Schnitzel? Just I, not to get off topic too much, but I I don't know honestly because like honestly like makes your fridge smell like shit. Oh yeah, no no, it smells bad. Yeah. Like um, if yeah, if you don't eat it hot, yeah, it smells bad. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Is that but... the kind of food you'd be eating? Like no, with you, this, you got... I think okay. So, so right now we're pairs... drinking Blue Moon. Yeah, I think it pairs well with like a light beer, mm-hmm. uh, and for like a food. I think it has to be like I don't know. I think this is like a beef jerky film, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I think we'll do snacks. It seems easier. But you do meals too, but like we do meals too. But peas and beef jerky. Yes, light peas, period. peas, peas, peas. Yeah, because in throughout the movie, um, you will see Roddy Piper um, come in and out of this um, homeless camp, and I guess they used a real homeless camp, which is cool. Um, but you see them coming out of there, and a lot of the time it's just like peas. What does that dude say? He's your favorite. It's like something you really liked. Because <laughs> now a... we're going to get into it now that the beans and cornbread section is done. Yeah. Hopefully you can add the beans and cornbread track. <laughs> beans and cornbread. <laughs> we're going to get sued. Oh, man. But, I mean, who knows? Hopefully we'll go under the radar. Yeah. Well, For a while. Okay. He, uh, this is shortly after the movie starts, so you see him um, coming in kind of off of a train i guess mm-hmm. and um while he's he you know is trying to find a job those nut hugging jeans yes and the nut hugging jeans that you see the perfect he's silhouette got, yeah of the shaft he's got that big dick energy dude he does <laughs> and he's walking like it like he knows it mm-hmm. you know boom, 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 and so yeah his balls are matching the base <laughs> 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 but okay so yeah he comes off the train mm-hmm. and while he you know he goes to find a job and and they tell him there's nothing open, and so he goes to the the set of Pile Driver, right? Oh yeah, the yes, yes yeah, yeah. You've seen Pile Driver, yes. Sometimes love. It's Coco Beware and a bunch of wrestlers. Are sorry, I keep fucking derailing you, but a bunch no, of wrestlers no, no, no. are on the set um, of a construction site, and just picture Coco Beware shirtless like wrestlers, oh, yeah. like just working in the yard, you uh-huh. know. And then like the vi- the music video itself is like the the typical like what you picture like bunch of men at the construction area they're on their, they're on their lunch break and a girl walks by and they're all like oh yeah vince, <laughs> vince himself is there vince mcmahon he's the owner of the company um he's in the video for like two seconds and they replay the same clip we'll yeah, have they, to... they, they just use the same clip we'll we'll post it but we'll anyway still yeah he finds his way on the set of sledgehammer is that what it was pile driver pile driver <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like a sledgehammer. <laughs> that's peter gabriel or whoever oh yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right that's but right. anyways yeah okay so he finds his way on the set and uh he meets a a friend or kind of like a, a guy who kind of like tells him like hey he knows his situation he knows he's homeless so he's like hey come back with me played to, by keith david yeah and he tells him hey come back to uh where I'm staying, we got a homeless shelter, and we actually have food. We'll feed you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So he goes. And while he's there, um, they, they're they in the chow line. Yeah. And, <laughs> and while they're in the chow line, uh, the lady is. Coco Beware's there singing about the chow line <laughs> in the back. <laughs> like and, a chow line. And the lady just asks him, and she's like, more. She gives him a ton of peas. The guy? The random guy you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Gives him a ton of peas. And then um, after he gets the peas, they look at him and they say, do you want more? He's like, of course. <laughs> I don't know why I that was so funny. <laughs> just, just the one shit. That's all he says. Of course. <laughs> of course. The pea man. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know who the fuck I am? 
half this dude's dinner tray is fucking green be- or green peas. He or probably went back in line for some more peas. <laughs> At the challenge. <laughs> that was, um, oh my God. So after, you know, he takes him there, they kind of, uh, they just talk about life. And Frank, which is uh, Keith David, he seems real like fed up and like, fuck this shit. And like, you know, all this this sucks. Like, I hate living like this. Like, I have a family. Right? He says I have a family. Yeah, and he basically, like, hints just that, you know, like, the system's just there to basically, like, hold you down, mm-hmm. you know? Setting us up for, like, what is to be true. Yeah. Like, later, nice foreshadowing. Um, And what does Piper tell him? Something. Um, you know? I believe in the American dream. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 He says he has, like, hope. He's and... pretty hopeful going into yeah. it. He seems like he'd be more like a fuck you, like, if you talk to him kind of character. <laughs> But he's really, like, his character is, like, more quiet. Um, and it's just crazy because, I mean, he's literally, like, um, the movie shows you, like, just from the start, like, he's basically, like, he's screwed. You know, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a place to stay. He doesn't right. have all this. But he's still positive, like, you know. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, it's very contrasting with his wrestling persona because he's not fucking quiet. Like, Roddy Piper's, if anything, he's, like, the loudest dude, like. He Can would, we get a voice impression for the people who don't know who he is? Um, so there was a time where, like, he said he he will kind of scream a lot of his lines. Um, there was one time he he put on a show called Piper's Pit uh, back in you know the wrestling world. Yeah, it was a, a little talk show, and sometimes wrestling will do that, and they'll do a talk show. Um, Still when, to this day, to this day, uh, a wrestler named Bailey has a really good one. Um, shout out to Bailey. She's my favorite right now. Um, oh, by the way, we both are caught up with the current product. Um, I won't like say exactly what's happening right now because I don't want to date this too much. But anyway, like uh, wrestlers will do this if they have like a good like mouth and they can talk very well. Not a good mouth. That sounds fucking weird. Like you got a purdy mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But if they can talk really well, then they're given an opportunity and they're given a mic. And basically, they would say, like, say whatever the fuck you want, right, to, like, Piper. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. what they say. So um, Piper would put on this show called Piper's Pit, and he had a guy on by the name of – we can edit this out for, like, purposes of, you know, shit that he's been in, like, in charges that he may have had. But Jimmy Snuka um, – <laughs> And Jimmy Snuka is this Islander type character, big hair, you know. He kind of barks, didn't he? Yeah. Like, whoo, whoo. He had a weird <laughs> fucking bark. Um, but Piper, you know, takes advantage of that fully and gets coconuts and bananas and says, like, here, you're a monkey. You're not saying nothing. You know, you talk, you talk. And uh, he fucking uh, hits him with a, a coconut. And I don't know if that was like a. I don't think they pre-broke it from what they were, from what I was hearing. Uh, Piper was shocked that it broke over Jimmy Snuka's head, which is kind of fucked up. Like, cause now they have more prop things. Yeah. Except for what, whose guitar was it? Oh, it was Jake the Snake that got hit by it. But the guitar, <laughs> yeah. he got a concussion from uh-huh. it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The, the guitar wasn't gimmicked gimmicked which means like it's a prop like yeah. it's fake glass like, um it's fake it was a legit guitar, guitar hollowed like, out that you would get from like the store if you were to go buy so it's like sturdy like it's like built well and yeah then right. instead of 
them giving him one that was meant to break, he hits he hits him in the like hit whoever did I don't remember, but they hit Jake. Honky the, Tonk hit Jake the snake. Now yes, that you're saying that, I remember. Yes, he hits him in the head and it doesn't break, so he hits him harder. Jake goes fucking down like a sack of shit. He goes down hard. He's hit multiple times, isn't he? Like. Yeah, he hits him once and then Jake said, oh, like, crumbles. Oh, this is supposed to break. <laughs> yeah, and like Honky Tonk Man, who was like an Elvis impersonator type character, really laid into him with it. And like, I guess they just grabbed the, grabbed the wrong guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Piper hits him with a coconut and starts screaming all this shit and saying like, the boss <laughs> is back. And he just screams and he has a good time. And that was Piper's character. Did you know not to get, okay, we'll we'll go back to the movie, but. Piper was going to wrestle, and we're going to say Piper a million fucking times in this because I'm not going to say Rowdy Roddy Piper the whole time. Yeah, Piper. He's Piper. So he was going to wrestle OJ Simpson at WrestleMania 12. I'm not shitting. Like, I did I did my research on this. Like, he was going to wrestle him for the publicity, and I believe that that was after. This is the, how fucked up they got. This was after the murder. Uh, that. that OJ I'm gonna was... beat you for your wife. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, man, you really, you deserve it, man. And uh, just imagine the banter between OJ, like calmly sitting there with the one glove, and and Piper going. Oh, up. dude, that would be like a, mm-hmm. a like a like a wrestling like setup, like um, you know, I see Piper on the ground, just got his butt kicked or whatever, mm-hmm. and then OJ looks towards the crowd. And while he's yeah. looking at the crowd, he reaches into his uh, pants. He's got the glove! And he has the glove, dude. <laughs> and he does demandable claws. Good God Almighty! <laughs> JR wouldn't have been back then, but that's always what I picture. It would be called like Suicide is Painless or something. <laughs> the, the mash theme? The mash theme, yeah. <laughs> do the mash, OJ! <laughs> mash um, him, brother! But he was really, they said he was really going to do it, but they thought it was too insensitive, which fucking smart, because yeah, it's... People just, just got killed. Crazy to think that they actually thought about. Oh, they definitely thought about it. Um, cause it just seems like something that Vince would throw around, and they had the money to do it. So instead, he just wrestled Goldust, um, which is that guy still wrestles today. WrestleMania yeah. twelve is a long. And time he's ago. still on top of his game, I think. For sure, we're on like thirty five. Yeah. What the fuck WrestleMania are we on? I lost count. Uh, yeah, I think it. After the thirties, like myself, like I'm. You're dating it. You're dating it. I'm I, just... Oh shit! I'm thirty three. But I, I think, because I lose count after 30. I gave up. I don't care. Not I that I can't like count, 30. just that I don't... Yeah, like Kenny said, I don't fucking care anymore. Same with WrestleMania. Like, okay, I get it. There's a lot of them. Whatever. But anyway, that was 12. He was wrestling Goldust in a Hollywood backlot brawl. Um, and basically, he they were legit potatoing each other, punching mm-hmm. the shit out of each other. Yeah. He concussed Goldust. And Goldust actually hit him with a car, because Goldust gets in like this gold... <laughs> Um, what the fuck kind of car was it? It was like a gold... It wasn't a Cadillac. Was Cadillac. It? it was a gold Cadillac. Not unlike Honky Tonk Man. But gets in a gold Cadillac. Runs over Piper because Piper said, Oh, I think I can take this. It's going a certain speed. So I think I can... You know, I think I'll be okay. Hits the hood and slides off. Gold Dust takes off. And then Piper gets in a white Bronco. Chases <laughs> after him. And they use the OJ footage. <laughs> <laughs> during the match and during WrestleMania 12, they use the OJ footage. How can you not like enjoy like I don't know. I mean, I, I know it's really messed up and everything. But, it is, but but I mean, I mean like it's great. Like, it's fun. Uh, yeah, I guess if we can say murder is fun. Uh, 
he did it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he literally came out with a book that said, I did it. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> did. So, where were we? About the big dick Let's energy? Let's go back to the movie, yeah. <laughs> we'll go back to the... So, Piper is kind of like this one-liner saying maniac at some point. He just kind of loses it to where... And it's kind of after he gets glasses. So, I'm going a little bit ahead. We were at the homeless camp, correct? Yes. And that's where Piper gets the glasses? Yes, Piper, um, uh, he's, you know, from that homeless camp, um, he notices a a church nearby, and so he gets curious about the church, and, um, Oh, yeah, that's right. He goes in, like, and investigates. Yeah, because, uh, there's a man that, um, is, he preaches or whatever, like, you know, he's one of those people that stands on the road and looks crazy, but he's, like, preaching, like, something to all these people trying to like wake them up to like what's happening or whatever. And he sees that this is the, that church the, that he sees is where he goes. He gets and, his face grabbed by that. Um, there's a, a, a blind um, street preacher and he grabs it. He grabs Piper's face. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy man I'm talking about. He's a street oh, preacher. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so he sees him and, he, and the preacher goes to the church. And so him with nothing better to do, I guess, decides to go investigate the church. And then while he's there, he finds, finds the glasses. Yeah, he finds the the glasses. Um, he takes it to an alley, which seems to be his alley of choice because it comes up a few times in the movie. Yes. Um, so he goes and takes it to an alley, puts one of the glasses on for some fucking reason, and goes to buy a magazine. Which, um, what right? Doesn't he? What does he go over there for? Oh, okay. Hold on. So, I don't think he finds the glasses until the the church is cleared out. Cause oh they, yeah, then he goes raided. back. Yeah, they get raided, and he goes back in. Mm-hmm. And from the first time that he was in there, he knows about like a little secret uh, panel of wood that you could take yeah, off. And uh, inside there, there was a box of uh, the only thing that was left was one box. And inside the box, he actually finds a box of sunshades. And so he takes them with him, and he you know opens it up, sees what they are, and then he just decides to throw them all away. But for some reason, maybe he just thought they looked cool. He decides to take a pair with him. And yeah, I think he just liked them. He pulled them off. Aesthetically, he just liked them. I think that they're um, named after the creator of LSD. Um, I can't remember his fucking name right now. But it was it was named after him because apparently they cause headaches and feel like you're on a drug whenever you wear them. Um, so the camp gets raided, like you said. And you don't know why, because they're... We forgot to mention the the TV um, plays a weird message for that girl and her dad. I'm using air quotes because I don't know about that guy. He seems fucking weird. The guy, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. She's like, Daddy, I'm scared when she's watching the TV with him. Or no, she says, something, oh, my head hurts or some shit like that. Um, But a, a message comes on the TV and talks about, like, you know, that they are here. They are, like, among us. Where they are, like you know subjugating us they're taking control um and they're just like what well, you know what the fuck ever the the homeless guy from back to the future is at this camp as well i guess he just gets cast as homeless yes and oh sorry which is i don't know if he'd like that or not but they're like hey we need the most homeless looking motherfucker <laughs> um hey who was that guy from, <laughs> from well it's back to the future first i should know this I think that this, I think they came around the same time. But anyway, George Buck Flower was the the um, the actor's name who plays um, 
the homeless guy and he's at the camp and he's saying some shit about the TV. I'm just kind of looking at it, you know, and, and it gives this message about like the elite and, you know, keeping the rich, rich and the poor, poor. And then after a while, um, the camp gets raided and people just scatter. They beat the shit out of that, um, blind guy <laughs> fucked up. Like the police brutality in this is oddly reminiscent of, and should I say this like today? Like we all fucking know it. Yeah. We're not going to like, we can't, we can't ignore it. Like it's just kind of right. That's just kind of how it, it goes today. It's, it's not any different. They go and beat the shit out of everybody there or anybody they can get their hands on. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of fucked up. That's the part that made me go like, ugh, this is kind yeah. of more like, I don't know. It's more like what we have been seeing with like a lot of like the people who like don't really deserve it and they just get beat down. Maybe they're, maybe they live is actually like a documentary. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, they, they, they beat the guy down and then, um, Piper sees it all uh-huh. somehow walks by without them. Yeah. They don't do anything. Yeah. Even. And they're then, just like, I like the cut of them jeans. <laughs> I like the review. <laughs> Check and then, that uh, shit out. Yeah, and, that guy's boner. And he sees that, uh, this was a highlight whenever we were watching it together. He sees um, a man cowering down oh, uh, yeah. around the steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he picks he's up the guy. He's hiding from the, from the police. Yeah. And um, he so he picks up the guy and he tells him to come with him. They go inside a building. They climb through a window to get into the building. And then while they're walking through, Piper tosses him at towards a man. The guy, the guy and his daughter. The guy and his daughter. Yes, he th- he throws him towards that the man, and uh, he said, "What is he? He says, you go with them.' Yeah, you, you go with them. <laughs> That's <laughs> your new family now. <laughs> your this son. is your son. You take care of your son. This is your dad." <laughs> But yeah, it's weird. And then, well, it's weird because the guy like puts his arm around him, right? Yeah, like he holds him like a son. Yeah, he's like, all right, I guess this is my fucking son now. <laughs> it's your son. <laughs> and they hide out in a bunker until the morning. Yes. And that's when he finds the glasses, right? After that. I believe so. I feel like we just circled. We fucking made a whole circle. But we, I just, I did that because like we didn't talk about the, the whole beatdown of all the the homeless people. Which was the fucked up part. Um, so he keeps going to this alley. He frequents this alley. And then he puts the glasses on. And, and when he goes to the newsstand is when he sees his first ghoul. Um, buying a magazine from Virgil Wrestling Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the, the guy. He also tempts him with an autograph. Yeah, tempts him with an autograph <laughs> and tries to get 30 bucks. <laughs> He'll probably try to get fucking money from us every time we mention him. Um, but yeah, like he sees that the true... How would you describe the faces of these guys? Like, since this is truly just auditory, it honestly looks like we're gonna treat it like you are blind as the street preacher, in know, a way. You know, in the in the science books where they show like, uh, like the human, like uh, you know, humans without like the skin, they show all the muscle and and like the red muscle on the face. Yeah, and stuff? I, like the best way I could describe it would be like picture that, but color it blue, like mostly blue with like little bit of red and then their eyes are like circular like ju- like, like weird little spider pupils yeah kind of um i guess john carpenter wanted it to seem like they were 
corrupted corpses. So kind of zombie-ish. Oh, okay. That was his idea. Um, because in the corpish. Yeah, 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 in the in the comics they had a bunch of different eyes and they were green and they had all sorts of orifices and mouths. They're more alien. Yeah, but in this one he made him, you know, because he's more horror oriented, so he made them look like fucking horror movie zombies, which is I think they look cool. Yeah, they're super iconic. Like they're when you talk about they live, first thing that pops in your head, and if you know the movie, first thing that pops in your head is their face. They're on merchandise. They're on. Um, I have a mask, like a a COVID mask. That I wear, um, that has the lower half of the face. I wish I could find it. I don't That's know where cool. it is, but um, yeah, I wear it like around and just around Walmart and stuff. And Piper tries to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the iconic part. Is is the the ghoul? So he sees his very first one at the newsstand, and um, he kind of looks at different signs and shit. And he looks at the papers, or he looks at the the magazines, and it'll say like. You know, buy, like, purchase, all this shit on it. It's just, like, a white, like, paper with the word purchase on it. So Piper's like, what the fuck is going on? He goes into a grocery store, and he sees more of them. Mm-hmm. Right? He sees the lady. Oh, yeah. Um, The Karen lady. She yeah. bumps into him, and she goes, excuse me. <laughs> and just kind of looks at him, like, like kind of. And he sees her fucked up face. And then he then delivers a wonderful, wonderful uh, comeback to her. You know, you like your, you look like your head fell on a cheese dip back in 1987. <laughs> or 57, because it's a, like the 80s. In 1957. And then she goes, oh, like kind of like, I never, like gasps. And cheese dip, you say? Cheese dip, oh. <laughs> he looks at the cashier and he says, you, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why he reveals his position immediately. I don't think he like is thinking, really. I mean, because, I mean... I would be quiet, I think. I would be scared. I'd be scared, but I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't think I would be like, oh, it's an ugly guy! <laughs> <laughs> um, but Piper flips shit and falls... Right? It falls over yeah, like a stack fall, or something. Yeah. Um, and then a bunch of... She says, I've got one that can see into her... Because um, they're wearing watches um, as communicators. And, they're wearing the Apple watches. Yeah, the Apple watches. And like she talks to Zordon and tells him, like, I've got one that can see. <laughs> Alpha's like, oh no! <laughs> Let's go fuck Piper up! Power Rangers come out of nowhere. <laughs> um... But he sees that they're like the grocery store is full of them. There's like ten of them coming at him, all talking to their risk communicator, explaining uh, what he looks like. White male. They say like white male, Caucasian, um, long like shoulder length hair, um, wearing um, dick hugging jeans. <laughs> and, yeah, they, I love it, dude. Like they give the full description. They're like, yeah, yeah. They're like oh, long blonde hair, uh, penis size. They <laughs> 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 can like like. Anyway, um, so they do that. Piper hauls shit back to his alley where he's met by a couple of cops who he mercs, kills the cops, sees Matt Hardy's Vanguard 1, um, and it does like an analysis and is like, scans him, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it scans him and, and he just, what is he? He says a one-liner to the thing. God damn it, I'm forgetful. He says a one-liner and he says, 
And what are you doing, little fella? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Which is not really a one-liner. I think, honestly, all of his lines feel one-linery to me. That's yeah. a weird thing. But the thing isn't weaponized. It just takes his picture. Yeah, I think it's just That's like surveillance. a surveillance. Yeah, yeah, and it just lets everyone know where he's at. And then you, they kind of show that he's not just on a killing spree because then they show another cop that tries to stop him. But, yeah. of course, he's not one of them. So He tells him, beat your feet. Yeah, the cop runs beat away. your feet. He gets all the ammo, all the guns from the cops that he just like killed, who were the ghouls undercover. Yep. He says, "You look as shitty to us as we do to you." Are you he's, sure about that? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> delivers a real lame line, the guy. Um, but anyway, Piper goes and gets the guns and goes into a bank, which I think that he thinks is abandoned because he backs up into it, which is kind of how you he's just trying to get off the streets, I think. And it was the first building that was right there. It's just a weird way to walk into a bank. Like, with your back in the door. But I guess you're right. Like, I, yeah, you're right. Like He was trying to... He was more focused on what was outside, is what you're saying. Yeah, because all the cops are going... Like, flooding to that area. And this is where, like... Shit kind of escalates. It picks up the pace, like, from here on out. I think the pacing's down. great. Yeah. I think the way Carpenter tells stories, the way that he paces it out, it just kind of builds to a crescendo. And it just... And at the end, is just like... Per, I don't know. I just think the way that he does it... Um, is great mind you like we are just like enjoyers of movies we will review the shit out of them but uh we haven't gone to school for any of this shit but i mean you're getting this for free so what the fuck do you care yeah i'm just kidding i'm just kidding even, yeah even make it this far you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> we can say whatever we want fucking just, you're probably not listening <laughs> fuck you hey reveal a big secret um something that you want you, you about wanna, myself yeah why? Oh, <laughs> no one's listening. I got real long second toes. You know the <laughs> toe that's next to your big toe. Yeah. I got real long ones of those, and they like I can't wear slides because they fucking like almost touch the floor. They're so long. <laughs> Cascade over the front of it. Okay, I got one. Honestly, I do have long ones, but they're not like they're not that long. Do you have one about you? Yeah. Um, my big toes usually hurt a lot because of um. Whenever I like clip them, I guess I don't clip them. My nails the right way. God damn and it! And so like That's I'll disgusting. like uh, yeah, it is. And so like I'll clip them, and then like uh they don't fully clip off, so I have to like pull the rest. And whenever I do it, it like sometimes like pulls. Ah, you do that too? Yes. Okay. And, and I it, said you said go ahead. And so whenever I walk on it, sometimes I feel you know like whenever you fuck up your nail, you can feel like just like your fingernails would. If you grab something or whatever, you could feel like, oh shit, like I fucked up. Like this, this hurts. Like Kung Pao, where he's walking and you're bleeding through your shoe. <laughs> he's like squirting blood up. Squirting blood out of the front. That's a treat, just in case if you're still listening. Yeah, if you're still and we listening. Appreciate it. Yeah. But then, back... then you'll get that little Easter egg about our toes. Yeah. <laughs> Toe facts or no facts. <laughs> um, but he walks into. Hashtag I do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I do it too. If you. Also, uh, clip your toe and just fucking pull the nail. If like, you're an idiot, I do you know it. how to clip your nails, right? Like a... I do it. I think I just, I like the challenge. It hurts, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, he goes into the bank in a super violent scene and, and sees all these ghouls. And he uh, he says, I have come to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. 
and he fucking lights them up. Lights up every ghoul in there with a shotgun at a distance. Pre- precise aiming. Precise aim at a distance. With a fucking shotgun at a distance. He's from the door. Yeah. Like he's sitting at the door, just murking, like racking up his kill death ratio for the movie. The KD. I wish we would have figured out how many people or, or ghouls he killed. Because he does a few. There, there's at least, oh yeah, all together, I don't know, but in the bank alone, there's at least, like, what? He like sprays five? and prays. Like, four or five that he killed there? Yeah, there are some, I think everybody in the movie just kind of closes their eyes and hopes for the best when they shoot. <laughs> it's, the ghouls do. They're yeah. just kind of, like, shooting, like, I think they do the, ah! That, that <laughs> noise when one of them dies. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then at the same part, though, we also get revealed to us a cool trick that the oh that the ghouls are the ghouls able can to do. do this yeah yes. they do the the teleporting which creates okay so we were trying to figure this out okay so there's a part later on where the watch creates a portal right mm-hmm. okay so it creates a portal but in the bank scene he's given the description about piper's dick size whatever and then he before he you know piper says mama don't like tattletales which is another a one of his one liners Oh, excuse me, I had to burp. Fuck. And um, we're drinking Blue Moon, and it's very like it makes it makes me gassy. It's expired Blue Moon too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It still tastes great. Oh yeah, I mean, the, what? I need to shove a whole orange in my mouth. Yeah. I miss going to places um to drink, and they would give you an orange with it. I require an orange, but um, anyway, Piper says, "Mama don't like tattletales. Do you want another one?" And he's going to shoot the guy, and then the guy disappears um, with his wrist communicator. He just fucking, like... Thank you. You're welcome. Um, he oh. just disappeared. What the fuck? <laughs> Kenny slammed his beer on the table, and it kind of squirted at everywhere all over the stickers. It looked like my foot. Like, whatever. I <laughs> the blood from the foot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they can teleport. So, my question is, do the portals pop up real quick yeah here's my theory about this i thought about it okay i think whenever you uh have the watch on you can teleport Mm -hmm. there's like a button or whatever you push and you can teleport so you become the portal yeah basically like but if the watch is destroyed sorry you'll if the watch is destroyed you would have no way to get back home if the watch is destroyed so like as like a little like self-destructor like whatever thing like it's like hey i'm gonna give you a portal this is the only way you're gonna be able to get back home somebody loses their watch later yeah, yeah. so they're fucked basically because they can't get back to, okay they can't get back to their base and i think that's, that's cool i think that when the watch is destroyed it's just like automatic it's like hey this is your last chance to get back to base i mean i guess they can't explain that like they're not like oh no my last chance to get back to base yeah i mean but that, that's how i took it as. i'm glad john carpenter doesn't do shit like that because like he just kind of lets you think that's why like we're having this this discussion is because he lets you he gives you the information and you see it and then you think for yourself like what the fuck like how does how is this you know how's this thing not like too confusing and in reality, John Carpenter's like, I just didn't fucking expand on it. I just <laughs> didn't think anyone was going to... He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me stuff. Um, I honestly forgot I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> he thinks he's one of the ghouls. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm not Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Rugrats remake. We're very excited. Oh. Um, 
Uh, Piper goes on his killing spree. Blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, the next thing is, honestly, it's got to be everybody's favorite part. Um, I'll, we'll skip ahead a little. You know, Piper goes to see his friend, Frank. Frank's like, you're fucking crazy. You killed everybody in that bank. Um, and Piper's like... But wait, there's a part that we we have to hit. Or what? else I... Um, I know we're skipping ahead, but we have to hit We'll on... skip everywhere. Yeah, I know. But we have to hit on this part. We'll and skippy that's, to uh, jumpy. Whenever he... Uh, we mentioned that he sees the cop in the alley mm-hmm. and he lets him live. He makes an escape by finding a girl that's going into her car from the oh, parking garage. Oh, I forgot about Holly. Yes, and so the girl is making her way to her car to go home or whatever, and he basically jumps in the passenger seat and then has an awesome conversation with her. Kind of kidnaps her. Yeah, kind of kidnaps her. Tells her, you know, asks her, are you married? She's like, yes. And he's like, please don't lie to me. Yeah, please don't lie to me. Yeah. I like how he delivers his lines a lot of the time. And so she takes him back to his house, or her house, my bad. I was like, he doesn't have a fucking house. He don't have a, he has the fucking chow line. It's insensitive. (laughs) That's a chow line. Coco Beware will pop up twisty every now and then. I wish he did the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So they go back to her house, and while they're there, he's he tries to get the girl to put on the, the sunglasses, and for some reason... Nobody wants the sunglasses but Piper. Yes. It's like it takes like time off their life or something that like they just don't want to put on the sunglasses. She backhands him out of a window like Oscar. Like does but a with spinning. a bottle. Instead of the back oh, of her yeah. hand, it's a fucking like champagne yeah. bottle. Like a thick-ass bottle. Yeah, I watched the outtakes. She couldn't break it. And then Piper was like, you really got to fucking hit me. Like, girl, you got to hit me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and uh, she finally breaks it. And John Carpenter's like, oh, fuck yeah. He says something like that in the background. <laughs> Um, but thank you. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, we have a, to. We just have to mention her. Holly is the 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 threepers actress that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, so she hits him out the window. She calls the cops, and that gets us back on him yeah, being chased again. Right. He goes and, and that, finds Frank. Yeah, and that leads him into going back to Frank. And this is what you were the alley, the alley fight uh, between Frank and and Piper, or I should say John or whatever the fuck his name is between Frank and John. Um, they go into the alley and basically the fight is over. Frank doesn't want to wear the glasses. <laughs> Piper wants him to wear the glasses. Like, so, no. Something so small gave us like one of the best fight scenes in a movie. Yeah. He just literally wants him to wear the glasses. <laughs> He's, he says, uh, look, you crazy mother. I really <laughs> like that. I really like that. Line. Yeah, he's um, like, but just put them on. Put the fucking. And then like, um, he, Man, there's so much that happens in this fight. It's hard to cover because there's a back body drop. There's a gut wrench. There's there's a ton um, of wrestling moves, and we timed it, actually. But, I mean, we were a little off with the timing, but it was I'd what? a good six minutes. Six-minute fight. Fifth you had fight. a list? Um, do you still have the list of fights? Because since then, there have been a shit ton of movies. Yes. Of but, course. But still, they... This was an amazing fight just because it was like a legit like street fight, like fist fight. Like there was nothing else but like two dudes just fucking beating the shit out of each other in an alley. And it was so, awesome. And it, but the, uh, sorry, but another cool thing about this fight is you think the you think it's over. You think they're done fighting. And they just lay into each other again. <laughs> you know, like they give each other space. They're all like, you know, all winded and they'll stand back up. I thought it was over like three times. I kept pausing it yes. and getting up because i have to take care of my millions of dogs 
Yes, and then you hit play, and guess what? Piper's throwing another punch. He comes back <laughs> with a punch and a back body drop, and I think he puts him in the cross-faced chicken wing. <laughs> he gives him the old Bob Backlund, and Frank doesn't tap Skins out. Skins the dude's head, too, the back of the oh, head. Oh, yeah. He, he said, has the rest of the movie with, like, a fucking pink spot. It he, like a, he walked around with that prosthetic in the street, and people would just not, like, they it would like what a, the fuck? like a hamburger patty with a, <laughs> with a frozen, like, the frozen chunk in it still. Yeah, 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 it did. Um, I don't know why I thought about that. but that's What I was going to ask you was, what's the longest fight that you've ever been in? <laughs> in real life? Is it six minutes? Yeah, in real life. Like, no. Like us. You ever you been just... in a six-minute fight? No. I've been in, like, not even that many We're fights, not um, but, big but... on, like, fight. We're not, like, those fucking testosterone fuel. And if you are, it's fine. Still listen. I think... We love you no matter what you do. I had a fight in high school, and that one was broken up by the teacher. And do you remember it, who? <laughs> no, you don't have to say. You don't have to say. I do remember who, but um, like and then I had a, then I had another fight that was with a friend. How actually, long? And it was not that long. It was um, he was not in the right state of mind, and it was not not even like two three minutes probably. So, like, to go on for, like, six minutes in a fight is pretty impressive. Okay. So, I'll tell you an embarrassing one because I made you do that. And while I'm doing this, um, I want you to figure out a list of, like, the longest movie fights and see where that one lands and see if it's, like, anywhere. So, I am not a fighter at all. Um, I've always been I've always been a bigger kid. Uh, and I was since, you know forever since like i was born my poor mother whatever um sorry mom anyway i have never been i guess i was never equipped for fighting that's not an excuse that's just kind of my deal i just don't like it i don't like violence that's kind of why i went to wrestling because wrestling is just it's more of the theatrics i can't sit there and watch people actually beat the fuck out of each other just just because i don't like it like it's not my thing if it's your thing cool whatever um but it's never been my thing and so when i was younger um there are outside influences like people you know in in your class and there are people that your same age that like tell you all this shit you know you know uh, there's like an underground fighting where they kill each other that's where i first heard about ufc did you know that no like what's the i don't know if I don't know when the first time you heard about UFC, but when I was in elementary, they said that they would kill each other. And I was like, okay, I don't fucking want to see that. Um, but, you know, fighting I just, was... I just remember hearing about UFC and they were like, it's like, no glove, like, crazy, yeah. like, beat your skull. And yeah, then I was yeah, like, yeah. I want to watch that. <laughs> we're opposite. Because I was like, I don't fucking want to see that. Uh, anyway, um, to kind of shorten it, I don't remember the reason, but there was a kid... That was kind of an asshole. And that's really... I know I've had my fair share of being an asshole. I'm a, I can't think of an instance, but I know that I have. I'm not saying I'm like an angel. But anyway, um, he was being an asshole. And he ran away. And I think he did something to some girls. And I tried to be a white knight about it. Oh, no. I was simp about it. So I went and ran after him. Which, I mean, ran... We'll use that term loosely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I flat foot waddled after him. Yeah, flat foot brothers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. That was our feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran after him and I he jumped up on, uh, he was on the playground and he jumped inside of this, like, it's like a house structure because I went to, 
an elementary near my house. Was it like they... a Megazord? <laughs> <laughs> I had to scale the aggro crag, go to the top, and fucking where we had our epic fight. No, I pulled him down. It was like these like monkey bars that were made out of like really like rusty looking bars. Do I know bars. this guy? You don't uh, have to say his name. I don't but... fucking remember. I would tell you. I don't remember. I don't remember his name. But I pulled him down and I pulled him off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, pulled him, I pulled him down from the bars and went to throw my very first punch ever um and maybe since honestly because like i said i don't fight and i went to do it and he fucking like you know in spider-man where spider-man dodges flash thompson's punch and just kind of looks at it he slowed down time he slowed he slowed time down looked at my fist and then looked at me Uh, that's how it felt but i like i felt so slow you, you threw a punch but you missed i missed completely completely and i felt so slow and i was just kind of like nobody else saw me but other people thought that i had punched him so i just kind of let him think that yeah, we the, fucked him up oh, fuck <laughs> so i let him think it and now is my reveal that i'd never punched him god i cannot remember his name or i would blast him right now um <laughs> i owe you a punch sir <laughs> you were mean to those women <laughs> He's still knighting. About it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. Okay, and then okay. So here's uh, the list of the f- movie fights. We got number ten, Rocky versus Apollo Creed. Mm, how long does it say? Uh, or it just says like this is based ten on ten minutes. Like- it okay. says but ten wa- minutes. Watching the underdog slug it out with a champ for ten minutes, only to lose in the end. Yeah. So oh, then we have the Quiet Man. Um. Which they don't really say. What's that uh, one? Um, the Quiet Man stars John Wayne as a former boxer oh, who I don't moves know to John Ireland, Wayne. and this clip is to believe he spends his time burning money, talking trash, and kicking dudes' ass clear across town. That wasn't the devil. That was me burping. Uh, and then we have number eight with Freddy Krueger versus Jason Voorhees. Yes, I watched that uh, movie. I showed my sister that movie when she was real young. And got your nose <laughs> she i thought she's gonna be that's afraid that's the best line in the movie it is a good line freddie pops up and gets her nose with his claws from a, i think he's in a magazine yeah yeah he's in a magazine and kelly from destiny's child yeah. is browsing it and then he shoots his little fucking fingers up her nose and tells her he got her nose, got and, he your rips, nose. and he rips it off i heard ray mysterio was a stunt double for that for that scene no <laughs> no <laughs> your nose eddie got your nose eddie <laughs> and then number seven is nada versus frank and they live oh wow and then we have number six it's longer than freddie jason yeah what the fuck and that no- doesn't feel like that at all and then number six is final battle legend of drunken master the jackie chan movie i think so um the, the, this so article this article is pretty old Oh. And like a lot of their well, still, like, we'll go off YouTube of uh, links YouTube. are all, <laughs> they're all uh, taken down. And then we have number five with Neo versus Agent Smith. I don't, that was a long one. I don't. Though. I know it was long, but I don't remember most of those movies. I'll have to rewatch them. Um, I wish but, I wish oh. fucking Neo would be a wrestler. I'm really, brother Nero. Brother brother Neo. <laughs> brother Neo. I knew you'd come. And then we have number four, Final Battle, Chinese Connection. I don't what know the what fuck that is. is that? I don't know. Uh, number three, The Bride versus Oren Ishii and her minions. That's a cool Kill one. Bill Kill Bill. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, those are cool. cool and number ones. two, we have Filio Bedeau versus Jack Wilson. Any which way you can. I don't know what that is. 
I don't know that. Um, and number one is from the Protector. Com versus Johnny's goons. And I think the Protector is the one that stars uh Jet. Or what's that dude's name? Uh, Jet Li. I think so. Well, I don't know. It doesn't anyway. even tell me anything. But yeah, anyway, there's your. I was just list. curious as to where it landed. Yeah. So this is number seven. Um, so we have that in that super long list, which is cool. I like that. I like Sorry. to know that. No, no, no. I asked you for it. That's fine. Um, so it was the longest fight scene in movie history for a while and apparently has been usurped. Um, so and then there's the bank scene and everything. And to be so, fair, well, another thing that makes that fight scene so cool, though, is because a lot of it was improv. They just told oh, Piper yeah. and old boy, they just told him, like, just go. You know, like, and, like, it's cool. Like, that's why there's, like, the wrestling moves. Yeah, John Carpenter used um, Piper's, like, wrestling knowledge to, like, kind of get through that. And they fucking did, like, a, basically a wrestling sequence. Like. Yeah, he did a lot of cool wrestling shit in there. Um, but anyway, yes. I'm going to say anyway a lot. So Piper, um, and, and they kind of make up after the fight because he actually puts the glasses on to Frank, and Frank sees for the first time all the ghouls around. And he decides he needs a pair. He flip, yeah. He he. They get the pair and they go to a hotel, and afterwards they meet up in a in a bunker with the rest of the people from the shelter, um. And the bunker is is uh, raided again, which I don't know how the fuck they found it, but Holly is there too, um. And Holly makes her way well, to the bunker. The fucking star studded team, dude. Yeah, I don't know how she finds it. <laughs> how does she find the? <laughs> I think she's the reason. See, and that, I know I told this could you be this. spoilery. Yeah, but I mean, that's all right. If you if, if, if you don't watch the it. movie, like don't if you don't watch the it. movie, you probably are not gonna listen to this. Yeah. So if you've seen the movie, you you know, like you know that what Holly's deal is. Okay. Yeah. So Holly. Yeah. To, to me, I think um, I think that she is the reason why they find this uh, hideout. I think she's a mole, dude. She could be. Um. No, I. So, my thing wasn't really... My focus wasn't on Holly so much. It was more on... Why do, why do they use human weapons? The ghouls. Did you think about that? That no, fucked with but, me. No, but I mean, like, some of it, like... If you're talking about the cops and stuff... Mm-hmm. The to, cops, yeah. To show face, you know? I mean, like, they have to... What about the rest of them? I mean, like... Which ones? When they get into the, the base and everything, they don't... Really have because there's still like regular people around. Like whenever they're running through the yeah. office, there's regular humans in there. I just think like little wavy fucking like, like fucking Mars attacks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I was just wondering that. I was wondering why they didn't use the weapons. But I think anyway, it was just to like 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 you know not give it away and like still kind of like keep face with everyone. I forgot to ask you about the hotel scene where Piper reveals um about his dad. He says that his dad tried the to random ass scene. He like... said, "Well, yeah, it was random, but it was just a little weird little thing." He says his dad tried to saw his head off. Whose fucking head is he talking about? Talking, I don't know he, 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 he tried No, to... he has no saw marks on his neck. Was he talking about his dad sawed his own head off? Cuz that's is that possible? That's pretty brutal if it is. Anyway, uh it was just weird. Um but yeah, what? So after that, they kind of disperse. Um, your wife's uncle was the door guard. Um, so um, yeah, but yeah, and he was guarding the door with his little uh, wiener dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just we're just saying that because he looks like him. He looks just like him. Um, but no any. Way. 
Yeah, so <laughs> what happens after? So they, they disperse. They, they Oh, yeah, they're in the alley, and then they that's where they find the portal that we were talking about earlier, and they go into the portal where they find the underground bunker with um, all of the... The Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters the Ghostbusters, gadgets. yeah, they... They use the same gadgets in Ghostbusters, like the PKE meter. With Which the... is cool to see, honestly. I think it's cool. I like it. John Carpenter was very frugal. He was smart to like reuse props from other movies. Let's pretend he was like, saying, like, it's the same universe. I will. <laughs> Egon dispersed those like widely to like other people. So where they could... But um, he gave it to the wrong people, which he gave it to the fucking ghouls. Yes. Egon didn't have glasses, so he didn't know that. Oh. That's why they have it. Oh. Crafted theory. Anyway, no more theories. Food for thought. <laughs> Beans and cornbread for thought. Beans and cornbread. Yes. They get into the bunker. They see, um, I guess they're just let in because they know a guy. It's the homeless guy from Back to the Future, and he takes them in, and he calls them boys like 12 times. Hey, boys! He's like, boys, 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 and he really... um. Likes that they're there because it's familiar faces and they go around the bunker and they just kind of look around and Piper asks him to take him to the top of the tower. And he does. He fucking doesn't suspect them at all. Yeah, I think he was like, he's like some of those people that are in like the real world now that like, they just like to like kind of flaunt their power or yeah. all that. And so Did he, he was like, yeah, before? I can show you. I can show you all that. And he, he wasn't used to it because he was homeless. So there are the they live people, um, the ghouls, and then there are the people that sell their their soul to the to the ghouls and they get really wealthy mm-hmm. um they i'm take wondering care of them. was he homeless and then saw that telecast or did he catch I don't up know, they don't the... really explain like what exactly like was he, he always had... one no he wasn't always one because if you remember yeah no no he he was never he wasn't always one but i mean like i don't know what exactly he did or what he had that they wanted but uh, he, he says something was, real creepy. He's like, "Boys, boys, it was just business. It was just business. Like, like what did they want from a homeless man? Yeah, so <laughs> they I wanted my couch. I was living on. They just want people to be my on their side. My drenched couch <laughs> <laughs> smells like piss, but it's mine. I took a dookie right there in between the cushions. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a snicker. <laughs> but he takes him to the top of the tower, which is, it's like at a cable station, and it has an antenna that kind of broadcasts, and they find out that that antenna is broadcasting um, out a signal that makes all of us see the ghouls as people. But if that antenna were to be destroyed, then... You wouldn't need the glasses, you wouldn't right. need the contacts that they're Oh yeah, needed. the contacts, I forgot about that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be needed any of that, you could just see it with your plain eye why do you think they use contacts after a bit because they just got tired of wearing glasses no they said that like it it was supposed to negate the negative effects of the sunglasses i meant like for the movie like why did they switch something different so they didn't have to wear sunglasses for the last few sequences i don't know that i feel like my mouth is full of beer if you ever uh wear glasses sometimes you get like the little nose pad imprint oh yeah maybe they didn't want those i don't know oh they did say that it was more comfortable and it didn't have any side effects yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's right. why, like all it negated all the negative effects okay. from wearing the the shades. They okay. said that like, you're not gonna feel sick. You're not gonna. You can wear them longer. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bunch of uh, positives out of it. And then uh, Red from Back to the Future is like, "Come on, boys, I'll suck your dicks." And he gets like, <laughs> "Come on, they, back here." He takes him to the top Whip of the your tower. Dicks out. <laughs> get your dicks out. And he gets uh, real bummed because his boys are not his boys. They were there at the top of the tower not to learn more. 
but to destroy the cell tower that's broadcasting the image. And uh, Piper and Frank um, see Holly because um, she works at the station. We forgot to mention that. Yeah. The... They see Holly and grab her by the hand and like they're like, come on, Holly, let's get out of here because Piper lo- loves her. Yeah, he, got a weird thing. He is a he falls in love fast. His jeans get tighter when he sees her. Oh yeah, dude, it, they and really if did. that's possible. They really did. I saw full, <laughs> <laughs> full uh, oh. shape and full fucking mushroom imprint on those. Which jeans. is it's weird because we're used to him in like little blue tights. Yes, but it would never was that revealing. That's those true. jeans reveal so much to me. Wrestling gear. Isn't like everybody's like you watch dudes in underwear, but I mean like, like what? Like that's not even that's not so something what? that enters my like. <laughs> who cares? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like no, I don't. I don't know. It's not something that's crossed my mind really. If I'm being honest, like I don't like see them and I'm like mm, look at them boys. Like, which is fine. They have nice legs. Anyway, um, but there is physique you can't deny. Such as like, whenever you see oh, someone sure. like, like a baller, you're like, God damn, like that dude's chiseled. Yeah, I was checking Cesaro. out Cesaro. I was like, dude, that guy has no fat on anywhere on his body, and he wore those TikTok leggings to one of the pay per views. Did you notice? No, I didn't. His, you know the TikTok leggings. The symbol. Do you get on TikTok at all? Yes. Um. So there are these leggings that girls get that like make like it really tightens in the ass region. He wore those. He didn't wear those, but he wore tights that like had the same pattern. Uh, and I was just like, "Go, Cesaro, woo!" Oh, baby. Anyway, <laughs> Piper takes Holly to the top of the tower, um, and they go up these staircases. And what does Holly do? <sighs> she does what we all were kind of suspecting. Mm-hmm. But she. So Frank stays behind. Yeah. Piper Frank, goes up. Frank is an awesome guy. Like Piper's like making sure the the front is all clear. And then um Frank is hanging back with her, making sure that like you know, like he's guarding her. Mm-hmm. And so they find the stair set. Piper runs up to clear the area. And then as before Frank could even reach the stairs, Holly pulls out a gun out of her vag and fucking <laughs> <laughs> and fucking blast no. Frank in the fucking Temple. Oh, she shoots him. They don't show it, but no, they, they they show her pull it out, not of her, not out of her. Out but of her I mean, snitch. out of her pants though. And Ooh, uh, does she pull it out of her pants? Is that why you said that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. It's like the front of her pants, <gasps> and she pulls it out. Oh shit! And uh, and then she puts the gun. You see her put the gun up to his temple. But they don't show the killing. Is they what don't I'm show saying. it. It flashes white, and then it cuts to uh, Piper on the roof, and then he's like. Frank, Holly, you clear? And she goes, I'm clear. I'm clear. She has a very, like, stoic way about her. Like, it's a very... I'm clear. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was perfect. It's I a very mysterious, weird thing that she has. She has these piercing blue eyes. They're like, almost, I don't know, zombie-like. Almost dead eyes. Yeah, like dead zombie-like eyes. Yeah, dead eyes. Um, And she's just kind of, she's there behind Piper, and he kind of knows the deal. He knows what's up. She has a gun pointed at him. And she tells him, like, don't do it, Frank. Like, or Frank. Fuck. Don't do it. Um, she doesn't even Piper. say his name. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. Don't you do that. Um, and he, in a quick move, shoots her. Shoots the antenna. He says, screw it. Shoots it. And then gets shot himself. All in, like, one little motion. Because epic final scene. There are helicopters that are guarding it. But for some reason, they don't shoot before. They just wait for him to shoot, and then they shoot him. 
He won't do it. Oh, yeah, shit. Oh, shit. He, shit, he, did <laughs> he it. fucking did it. <laughs> so they, they killed Piper, unfortunately. Um, he dies with a middle finger in the air. Long yeah. hair swinging, <laughs> middle <laughs> finger in the air. Yeah. Ball yeah. over the ball. The movie's <laughs> over. Jibber, 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 jibber. Oh, wait. Before then. We see our, uh, our first booby scene. Perfect. So the ending has the reveal, not just for the people with glasses or the contacts, but for everybody in the world. The ghouls are revealed. Um, everybody can see their true face. There's a guy in a bar who stays still. I guess that's his method. <laughs> he tried to, to fucking camouflage. Being undetected is like my dog when they do something bad. Like, they just stay still. They and won't just like, say I, anything. I, I see you. Like, they're just like, they're looking at him and he's obviously one of the ghouls. There's only one ghoul in the bar. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I guess he's the only one that needs to. I don't know. Maybe he was a good ghoul. Maybe he was cool. Mm-hmm. It's still uh, me, baby. Hey. <laughs> we used to play pool together. I just bought a rep for the bar, eh? <laughs> Oh, come on. Hey. I want to know his story. But <laughs> they, he's I a want a sequel. A spinoff movie. Yeah, he should be the spinoff movie. That Gary. Would be cool. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Gary lives. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it ends and then, like, with... The tagline, this round's on me. Oh, <laughs> perfect. That's the sequel. I was going to ask you what you wanted out of a sequel, but we'll, we'll go with that. That's Fucking perfect. Gary, dude. Gary lives. <laughs> he's trying to run from all the humans who are like killing him and trying to cancel him because he's a he's a, a ghoul. How's about I buy you a round? <laughs> he just like has a beer with him at all times. But yeah, everybody's revealed. And uh, there's a girl um, that you just see titties, like Kenny said. Um. And she's like writing like. And in slowly. the background is cool too because they also show you not only the did they already show you with the aliens you don't need the glasses or anything right. like that anymore but while this girl's on top of the dude writing and like you see in the background there's a picture mm-hmm. and it actually shows what it says. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. that that's like, the cool part the yeah. posters and stuff um yeah. and uh, there is a. Somebody who John Carpenter's name gets dropped during the movie because they're watching a, a broad. Somebody's watching the TV and it says, you know, guys like John Carpenter, or George Romero, they're super violent, um, needlessly violent. And he just kind of did that to poke it. Um, I think it was Siskel and Ebert. Um, they were old movie, um, kind of what we're doing. Old movie reviewers. I doubt kind of what we're doing. I think they just fucking gave stars and said like, hey, the movie sucked or something. How much are you going to give me? <laughs> 300, that's a four-star review. I don't know. Do they have a radio show? Anyway, um, so at the very end, um, the best scene to end it on was the girl with the titties bouncing up and down mm-hmm. slowly, mm-hmm. Um, riding this dude on the bed, and it pans to the guy because her eyes open wide. She goes, <gasps> and then he says... And then they roll the credits. Um, we're going to take a break, but we will be back. Kenny, I have something for you. Um, we're going to pick our next movie. Um, I have something like a segment for you if you want. If you want to do like a fun little game. Yeah, um, we will give our rating and uh, afterwards we'll let you guys go. I don't know how fucking long we've been going, but I mean, I've been having fun, so I didn't really check. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and go with the rating for this one. Let's let's uh let's wrap it up, put a nice little uh little period at the end of the sentence. And we are going to go so during the fight we didn't mention um the amount of times that Roddy Piper got kneed in the nuts um <laughs> by Keith David's character Frank. Um which is quite a bit. So he takes him to the ground 
And he raises his knee, not once, not twice, not thrice, <laughs> five fucking times. He knees Piper's character in the balls. I don't know how many um, knees to the nuts you could take, but um, Piper takes about five. So I'm gonna say our rating. I need like be, my like honest um like your nut would pain be one. <laughs> you know, uh, one time uh, when I was younger, my brother and I would wrestle because that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a like little wrestling fan kid, and we had like a it's a strap match basically. Like there are two wrestlers, and you tie um, your hands together via like a long strap. So we didn't have that, so we just used a belt. Um, well, my brother, you know, they do a thing where like you put the belt like between the person's legs and like try to hurt their balls kind of mm-hmm. thing. And like my brother, when I did that to him, he lets go of the belt, and the buckle comes perfectly, smacks me right in the balls. Like, he lets it go and smacked me right in the balls. And it was the hardest I've ever been smacked in the balls, I think. Um, <laughs> and so my it threshold... It has to be if that's, like, um, you know, if, if that comes to mind right away. My threshold is one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. One belt one shot good, to the balls. One good uh, shot to the nuts. So Piper can take five, so we're going to do a one to five um, knees to nuts, we'll call it. Um so I'll go ahead and go first, and then I'll explain why my rating is the way it is. I'll explain okay. first. Um, I think the movie's great. I had a lot of fun watching it and rewatching it. It's one that I can watch whenever you know, just whenever I feel like it. Um, I think the acting is is good, like, from decent to like good. Um, the imagery is iconic, and um, there aren't. I I did like note that there was like a lack of of crazy like kills you know people just kind of die i mean that's not like a certain criteria that's just kind of the one i was going for um they die fall off you know whatever it's just kind of very lackluster um in that way um i'm gonna give it a like a four Point five knees to nuts out mm-hmm, of five. Mm-hmm. I think it it's good that we went with one that I think had a I don't know. I'm glad that we had a higher rated one. Yeah. To and start. I, and honestly I think my rating is gonna mirror that one and it's four to four point five knees to the nuts. Same exact. Cool. I, yeah, like um that's honestly a fair rating for that too. We need to have a certain like some stakes. Like we need to since this is 4.5, this needs to be in a certain club. Um, mm. Or, like, say, like, we'll put it in our fucking DVD case or something like that. Yeah. and It's the champion right now. Right. Oh. The, the, yeah. I like that. Mm. We can hold others to that standard and, like, have it face off. Yeah, like, I mean, that's... Yeah. That's, that's good. That's the champion of the podcast. That's the... Okay. We'll go with that. They Live is the current champion and whatever movie goes next um is its first title fight you know (laughs) speaking of which um we're gonna figure that out right before we end the pod but i got something for you um just a little you know we'll call it a game let's play a game oh let's figure this out let's hear it let's do it okay so i call it susplex susplex i like it so I'll give you the scenario. Okay. You are trapped in the owner's private jet with eight of the least trustworthy people in wrestling history mm-hmm. within the 80s, like in the 80s. And Vince himself 
um, is there as well. <laughs> and, you know, he's just kind of like giving you like, you know, whatever his Vince thing is. He's just, you know, walking around with his dick out, whatever Vince does on his <laughs> private plane. And suddenly the lights go out mm-hmm. and you're sitting there and nobody knows what's going on. You just hear scrambling, you hear screaming, and then you hear a thud. Um, body drops to the ground. Lights turn back on. Uh, Vince is dead, <laughs> laying there. Um, and, you know, everybody's like freaking out, arguing. You know, they're just like, well, I didn't, like, I didn't do this. Well, you just hear a bunch mm-hmm. of, and your guy um, was hiding a gun in his boot because that's what he does at all times. And he says, uh, hold on just a minute here. <laughs> Ain't nobody leaving till we get some answers, man. And um, so kind of everybody calms down. You know, they sit um, back in their seats. Um, the people consist of Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe, Linda McMahon, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Damien. And Damien. <laughs> He's got him in the bag. Um, Hulk Hogan. Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth and Andre the Giant. So what I want you to do um, is just by process of elimination, I want you to, out of everyone in this room, state who you think the ghouls are because you don't have your your glasses. We'll just say um, in the dark, your ghoul finding glasses were broken. Okay. Um, um, somebody stepped on him. You find him on the ground. Um, you don't know who the ghouls are. You've got your gun. Um, I will say that there are... Um, at least two. The rest are innocent, even though they are all um, very untrustworthy. But there are two ghouls, and I want you to figure out just by... Um, you can, like, ask questions. You can okay. do whatever you need to do to figure out who the killer is. So I'll, okay. we'll do a D&D style. I'll let you kind of free run. Okay. Um, first question. After the lights come back on and I see his body, what... Like, what was the reason for his death? Was it a stab? Was it a gunshot? Um, You see no, like, discernible, like, like marks of entry. Like, maybe, like, like a, a broken wound. neck or something? Um, No, I wouldn't say, like, a broken neck. You just kind of, like, see his, like, lifeless body. And there's really no... Okay. There's no anything. Like, there's no cuts. And um, who was closest to him? Well... You're kind of like in the, you know, a private jets go like they have the rows. So I guess Andre. But, he, but I mean, like he, you said he was walking around with his dick out. Oh, who, who was he near? Yeah. Uh, he was around Andre. <laughs> and Andre was like, oh, he's trying to like wave him away. Uh, <laughs> and that's the last person you saw near. And uh, like, like I said, nobody's moving because you have them at gunpoint. Okay. But I like I like how you're doing this, and I like your your process. I like your questions, and like a D and D um um GM or DM I should say, like a DM um I will allow certain questions, and then um certain ones I will say. Okay, so I gotta ask no anything. To. Yeah, ask anything, and I'll figure we'll figure it out. Okay, um, I honestly don't know what kind of questions to ask. Um, well. Just think of the people. I'll say them again. Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe. So the Stooges are in there. His wife was in there. This is before, like, Stephanie and Shane were, like, big enough to, you know, go on these kind of trips. 
Um, no Triple H, of course. Hulk Hogan, because, you know, he took him on his, like... Uh, I think he... He, he took he... his top stars. Mm. If you want to point out somebody right away, you can. Um, we'll, I and think then... the Stooges are clean. Okay, so you're going to go Stooges first? I think they're clean. Okay, so are you going to let them, like, stand by you instead of, like, at gunpoint? Um... Because you can, if they stand by you, then they're they're in the clear. So okay. this is how this goes. If, if you want to understand, give by me you, an example of a question I can ask. Let's start like that. I like what you did first. Like you examined the body, which was good. You examined who was near it, which was good. Um, you could ask like if anybody like had a reason. Had to a do. reason. You could ask for motives. You could ask to see like, I don't know, to see like anybody's hands if there's blood on it or something. Like you could ask like. But there's no... It, the, I wouldn't see blood, though. That's true. That's true. Yeah, there wasn't any point of injury. Well, you can just kind of ask... Um, just Because off my gut, I say the Stooges are clear. Okay. And I say Hogan is one of them. <laughs> You're saying Hogan's one of the two that... Yeah, Hogan's guilty. Okay, so we'll we'll do this. <laughs> I want you to say... I'll say the name and you say if they are... Okay. Or sus or not. Um, Pat Patterson. He's clear. Gerald Briscoe. He's clear. Linda McMahon. She's been she's awfully iffy. quiet. She's iffy. We'll put her in the iffy. So she's so I'm going to say that Linda. Briscoe and Patterson are behind you. Okay. I don't um, know if I'm comfortable Jake Roberts. Uh, <laughs> Jake Roberts and Damien. Yeah. Uh. There's something fishy about him. But... I ain't got no reason to kill that man. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy. He's just happy to be on the plane. Yeah, he could, he could be with me. He's okay. cool. Okay. And then Hulk Hogan, like we said. So you're yeah, putting he, him at, with Linda? Yeah, he's... Okay. Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. I, I could see... They might have some motives. Okay, we'll put them with Linda and Hogan. Yeah. So it's Linda Hogan, Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Andre the Giant is the last one. <laughs> Vince didn't have his dick out he near him. He had his dick out near him, yeah. Um, he didn't like it. He did not like it. No. He, okay, but... But... Um, I don't know. Something tells me it's not him, though. Okay, so we'll put him in the clear. Yeah. And then... So you have four. You have Savage. Tell Miss me if Elizabeth, I made a mistake so you have far. Linda, Hogan, and then on one end you have the the safe ones are Jake Roberts, um, the Stooges, and who else did we say? Andre. Andre. Okay. So the lights turn off. Turn back on. And you see that, well, we'll just reveal a couple of your picks. I'll say two from each side. How's that go? Okay. So two from each side. Um, The Stooges are good. Okay. They can get off. You were good. You were good with your gut there. And on the other side, um, what are you going to do with the other two? Like, so who do you choose out of the four that you have Okay, because I said that um, 
The Stooges were good. Then mm-hmm. I said. So Stooges are good. You're right. Yeah. And then who were the other ones I said, though? Um, you said Andre. Linda was iffy. Yeah, Andre. Was good. And Jake the Snake Roberts. And, and Damien. Right. Um. I, I guess. Um, they so we're going to keep eliminating people. I'll say. We'll go over it again. Because my two, if I could just. The two that I think that would have the most. Or I, there's three. I think it'll be either Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth, Linda, and Hulk Hogan. Those are my three. Like, no matter what, those are. I don't, I'm not going to trust those. Okay. So now that we'll get down to it, then we'll say. Shoot one of them. Um, fuck. You got to shoot one of the four that you just mentioned. The ones that you said you don't <laughs> trust. You got to figure it out somehow. So uh, I'm going to force your hand and say you're going to have to shoot one. Which one do you shoot? I shoot uh, Linda. <laughs> I just pictured her. Like how she how she sells the, the stunner. Like I pictured her like selling the shot the same way. <laughs> okay. So Linda McMahon. These people are probably listening, and they're like, "What are his reasons for choosing?" <laughs> yeah, I don't. What are you? What's your reason? Just explain why you shot Linda, real quick. Um, I don't know. Like, so um, got, so what I have people do when I DM, I ha- I say, "Explain your kill." So explain your kill and how it goes. You've got Linda tied up, Hogan tied up, Macho and Liz all in a row. I know this is fucked up sounding, but you you shoot Linda uh, because how does, it, like, how's it go down? She didn't react the way that she should have that her husband just died. Okay. I like it. So you shoot her, you know, she sells it like shit. She yeah, falls the way I the pictured floor. it in my head, she didn't It's good. Yeah, she just stayed in her seat. Okay, I will say, and I hope that suspenseful music is playing during this part. <laughs> I will say you chose correctly. Linda? Out of out of the out of the four. You shot Linda. She falls to the floor like shit. Hogan goes, oh, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck, brother? He's freaking out. He's still saying brother, you know, because that's just part of his deal. But he's got blood on him. And, like, um, Macho and Liz are freaking out. You know, they're just, like, trying to, like, get out of their seat. And Linda's, like, she was one of the bad ones. And you see her fucking um, skin turn blue. Yeah, you see it more of her skin's blue. And she was one of the two. There's another. There's another one more. Okay. 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 Um, this one's gonna be a little tricky. Okay. It. Can I ask questions? Sure. So so far, let me just refresh you. You have I got Jake and uh, Andre yeah, on my side. Jake and so. Andre are, are your backup, and then Linda's dead body is there. <laughs> <laughs> the Stooges left. Um, Hogan Savage. And Elizabeth are... And I don't know why the fuck. Why do you suspect Miss Elizabeth? Because she's with Macho Man. So? Uh, I mean, no, you go ahead and do your thing. No, you do your thing. I, I'm not going to say it. I'm just like... She's so sweet and like... She is. And like nice. She, and she brought a whole stage. Don't let me talk. I just want to... Yeah. No, go ahead. What were you saying? Um... I don't know. It just she seems like Macho Man. Was, you like, they, they, she made them all cry with her. Made me cry. WrestleMania retu- 7? Yes. With yeah. her return, it was... We Sweet. call them Miss Elizabeth moments. Those beautiful moments that in wrestling that you just have to cherish and just enjoy. Um, 
but we'll go with so out of the three you have tied up elizabeth macho hogan um you can i'm gonna say you can release one um out of the three who do you choose well i thought macho man and miss elizabeth were a pair no Oh, yeah, Miss Elizabeth would have been on my side then. And she was only, like, suspect because she was with Macho. Oh, okay. No, she's not like like Damien. She's not in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's okay, good. so she's good. Yeah, she's, she's on your good. side. Okay, I will say that you've chosen correctly. And I kind of led you to that one. But, I mean, it's Miss Elizabeth. I, mean, I, I honestly thought they were a pair. Okay, no. Yeah. I was so, I I was so weirded her. out that you tied her up. No, no, that was for my own. Okay, so you got... <laughs> that's good. So... Yeah, she's she's good. So, um, you've got Hogan and Macho in front of you. This is the deciding. You know. So, so at least tell me this: out of those two, one of them is it, right? I will say that one of them is it. Okay. So, so my catch right. Um, I don't want it to be Macho Man, but something tells me. Very suspenseful. Yeah, something tells me that it is. Hogan reacted like a madman about seeing a death, where Macho Man just reacted by wanting to get off the plane. Mm-hmm. And is he trying to get away because he, that was his homie he just saw me drop? So that's what makes me think, the way that Hogan reacted to that death, that it's Macho Man. Are you shooting Macho? I'm shooting Macho, and I hate that, but I am. Okay. You are correct. <laughs> so, yep, you're good. You guys are good. You get off the plane, you untie Hogan. Um, he's kind of sore at you for tying him up. And <laughs> you guys uh, dispose of the bodies. <laughs> this is fucking gruesome. Dispose of the bodies. And, you know, Andre slaps you on the back. He's like, hey, good job. And, uh, you know, Jake's like, hey, man, thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> You know, and they're just and like really Damien, thankful. Damien fucking eats Linda's body. <laughs> <laughs> just before you go to leave, uh, you know, Damien fucking bites you. And Damien was one of the they lives the whole time. And he turns to the camera like Michael Jackson. <laughs> his fucking eyes. Cricket eye. Yeah. Vince McMahon laughs and it ends. Um, but good, Kenny. You did great, actually. I I really liked your reasonings um, for shooting who you did, and I had. Fun. I'm glad that that went uh, how it did. Yeah. Um. So I'm surprised I didn't mess up. You honestly. did great. You did great. I just wanted to throw you the twist ending. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we're gonna um we're gonna close out. Um, but before we go, we're gonna pick the next movie. Um, and this is gonna be completely random. So. What I want to do, um, I am going to um, call my sister, and I don't want you to speak because if she knows she's on a pod, she won't say shit. I'll be quiet. So we're going to pretend like it's just me talking to her. Okay. And what she has is she has a bingo tumbler, and it has random numbers in it. Each number is assigned a movie. Um, so whatever she picks out, it'll be like a rumble tumbler. You know what I mean? If she picks out like a certain number, it'll be a certain movie. And that's how we're going to decide what goes next. Okay. So 
Let's see if she answers. Yeah, I'm going to hush up now. Hopefully she does. If not, we'll figure out some other way to pick the movie. Hello. Hey. Hello. How Hello. is it going? Hello, shithead. Listen, let's skip the pleasantries. I don't want to talk about that. I want you to pick a number out of the tumbler. You see, that would be hard. Because I'm not at home. You piece of shit. You piece of shit. Listen. Okay. Just pick a random number then. Okay. I want number 79. Okay. Hold on. Let me look. I have a list. Let me look through it. You have chosen. (sighs) What's mom saying? What's mom saying about bubbles? Oh my god. What are you guys making eggs for? We're having breakfast for dinner. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you what you chose, but I am going to say that um, you have really put us in a predicament. Great. Yeah, sure. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, we want to know, what was it? What was it? So, drum roll. Russell Madness. Russell Madness, what is this about? <laughs> so, Russell Madness is a... Should we give a teaser? You, you made the list. I don't I don't honestly know. Just give us a short... Okay, so what we're going to do is I'll share the list, um, like, on socials. Just so you know, like, we're not, like, cheating or fucking around. Um, but basically, in short, Russell Madness is a movie... About a little, I think he's a Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to, I'll just give it to you straight. He turns into a professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do that one next. And it's going to be all sorts of fun. And, uh, oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I love Jack there Russell. There is a wrestler so. in it as well. It's not just a wrestling movie. Um, the peach-smelling, beautiful-haired John Morrison. Mm. And if you don't know him, we will go into it further. We'll go into um, dog history and wrestling. We'll go. <laughs> I will make another game for you, and we will figure out how to do this. Before we get off the pod, I do have uh, one more thing to give you. Hold on. Oh, you're spoiling me. I hear a bag rustling. Bag Russell Terrier. Uh oh, I see a Walmart bag. Mm-hmm. I'm opening the Walmart bag. Okay. And I see a fucking amazing Rowdy Rowdy Piper action figure mm-hmm. where they live. It is. It's a NECA. Uh, John Nada, complete with glasses, jacket, uh, interchangeable head. I think he has guns. Yes, he has a yeah. the shotgun and a handgun. He does. I figured this would be a good home for him, and it's a good memento for our first this episode. This is awesome. 
I I love the box too. I know that you will. Yeah, I knew that you would appreciate the box because if I had kept it, I would have taken him out of the fucking box, and I didn't want to take him out of the box, and I want him to have a good home, and I'm giving him to you. And plus, you've done so much, like, with the pod and, like, getting all this equipment, setting everything up. You do all the technology side, um, provided us your house. Really, like, you've done a lot. And it was your idea, really, to do this. And so I feel like that's a good thank you. Um, So he is yours to do with what you wish. And we'll post a picture of him somewhere. Don't don't get any weird. Yes, let's post. I know he has the jeans. We'll post them for sure. They're not as form-fitting as they should be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I like it. Cool. I like it. I'm glad you like it. Um, do, so do, 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 do. It's sad that we won't be able to do that anymore. I know. I like the love a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. It was a good inaugural. Um, so is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Any uh, you got you got socials because um, we're gonna now we're we're gonna slip out of these director's chairs into something more comfortable. I'm gonna go fucking crash out. Um. Yes, you got your socials and everything. It's just at Kenny Kong with and a big old dong. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just Kenny Kong. I'm at Lisa's Christ. Um, our Instagram is at Wrestling Realist Pod. Um, Twitter is the same name. And then we are working on a YouTube channel. We're working on some other cool stuff um, for the future. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully you listen. And if you don't, we're still going to keep doing it. And just because it was so fun. And, um, on our post, if you listen to it all the way through, write. Uh, you have a hashtag. Lin- Linda did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Linda Austin. Linda did it. I like that. And um, we'll send you an Instagram of our buttholes. Yeah, we will for <laughs> sure. Just for the prize of getting to the very ending. But that's uh, really awesome if you actually did make it. Yeah, to the for end. sure. Thank you. But we are the wrestling realists, and uh, thank you for listening. Till next time, that's a wrap for now. Yes, sir.